Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's up, I'm eating dinner. It is a late one here. There is a... Siren. Siren in the background. There's many crimes going on outside. Always, always. COVID stops for... (laughs) Crime stops for no COVID, I mean. (laughs) COVID stops for no crime either. Uh, That's right. We are the podcast that makes you gasp, and we are here today to talk about a few things. Yes, hello, welcome back to You Mean a Poltergeist. I'm Belinda, that's Braden over there, just in case you forgot. Today yeah. we are brought to maybe, you. Maybe, maybe you think we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> today we're brought to you by our fantastic patrons over at www.patreon.com slash you mean a poltergeist. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. And... Before we get into the bulk of the show, babe, do you want to tell me what the hell is going on? <laughs> um, I got a sneeze. <coughs> nice. Um, I've been working a lot now. Yeah, how's that feel back into the swing of work? I don't want to anymore. You don't want to work anymore. Mm-mm. You won't work anymore. Mm-mm. Fair enough. God, yeah, but I'm essential, so whatever. Yeah, you know. Whatever. <laughs> That's good. Oh, it's been good. It's been really good to be working again, and I get paid weekly, which is something I've never had before. I always was paid fortnightly. How much but, better is it? Oh, so much better. I've only been paid <laughs> once so far, so. Yeah, yeah. But I'll already let, it's better. I'll let you know next week after I get my pay this week. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like. When I was getting paid fortnightly, it was like, I don't know. You felt like you can't save. Right. I spent Babe, I've so already money. saved money. Oh, wow. It's insane. Damn. I went on, yeah, when I was getting paid fortnightly, I swear, like, I'd spend most of the money that I had in the first week and then I would be living by the skin of my teeth uh-huh. for the next week. That's been me for seven years. <laughs> now, eight, almost eight years. Welcome to the regular world where people get paid weekly. Well, some people get paid weekly. Some people. Not, not everyone. I understand that not everyone it's a, does. I feel like it's a more superior method. And, oh man, I can't imagine I being in... I think it's in, fairer to be paid weekly. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. In the US, I think there's a lot of people. I think our fantastic Bob might be one of them. I can't remember. But people get paid monthly. Oh, yeah. A lot of the miners here in Australia get paid monthly. Monthly. Yep. What the hell is that? I feel like I, I that would be the toughest time ever. Mm-hmm. But when all that money finally hits your bank account, it'd be like the biggest endorphin rush. You're like, oh my God. You pay all those bills, you do all those groceries, and then you can't do anything for four, for another four weeks. Yeah, exactly. You've got 20 grand in your bank account, and 
nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, except spend it on alcohol. Oh. <laughs> mm. Belinda and I are on a health kick. Oh, yeah. We're trying to do this thing where we eat better. <laughs> Have you ever tried doing that? <laughs> Yeah, just eating better would be, we've been a little bit nimmy i can't speak okay i've been talking yeah, all day i work in customer service please kill me i'm kidding i'm very grateful to have my job in these trying times what was i saying we've been keeping food journals pretty much yeah and i mean it's been working yeah so far it's i mean you can't really tell over the span of like a few days whether or not it's working especially when a lot of uh i think you're more conscious of what you're eating though oh definitely yeah i feel better my teeth were getting really sore from like eating sugars and things like that and now i'm eating bare minimum sugars and i'm feeling lethargic but pretty good (laughs) i barely ate today because i got called into work early i didn't realize that i was that my shift was going to be extended, so I didn't have food. Um, then my shift got extended, and I didn't eat. I had a banana because I didn't want to buy lunch because I want to save money, and I don't want to buy lunch when we just spent, like, $130 in groceries, you know? Mm. And then um, so I came home, and I kind of just ate, like, four bickies. Nice. And I just went, oh, shit, this this journal app is not going to like that. No. It's yeah. going to give me frowny faces. My oh. teeth already hurt. I feel, like so good. <laughs> I feel like your body's going to adjust to it not eating sugars and then you're going to be like... Sugar! When you, well, when you <laughs> eat sugar again, you're going to be like, oh, this isn't as nice as what I remember it. Because I remember the first few times where I like significantly changed my diet for like months at a time mm. and then I went to eat something bad as like a treat, I say. But that treat ended up being revolting, like eating a bit of KFC or something. And yeah. then after not eating any KFC, well, we don't have to so like, sick. We don't have to like completely cut it out. We can just have it in moderation. Oh. Like I should probably only had two pickies, not four. <laughs> but I had four because I hadn't fucking eaten all day. Moderation. I literally woke up. I was getting dressed as I responded to a phone call from work. Mm. And I was out the door within five minutes. Yeah. I didn't, I grabbed a yogurt pouch on the way out and sucked that dry while i was driving wow beautiful (laughs) but i did i did i sucked it dry and i'm pretty sure a truckie saw me doing it oh i was just like i gotta get all the nutrients (laughs) (laughs) Mm, what else is there to talk about uh that's about it what about you anything new you gotta do night shift tonight yep woke up at like 6 30 this morning and now I have to go and do night shift. I got a message that the person that was meant to go do night shift wasn't coming in, so now I've got to go do night shift for just a night and then back to a normal shift tomorrow. I don't know how that's going to work, but I'm going to try. And I'm really not looking forward to it, and I'm hoping I can just somehow get through the evening with lots of coffee. Take some energy drinks. Yeah, I've got some ready to go. Uh, who's going first this week? You. Me. Yeah, this is going to be... I assume another fun, packed, little short episode again. We've been noticing that since people are more inclined now because of the virus going around to stay at home, they haven't been listening to podcasts as much. And Belinda's been actually uploading a fair amount onto our YouTube channel with a little background, moving background, so you can watch our podcast there as well. 
Uh, eventually, we will get to the point where we are recording live, or not live, but recording the podcast as we're doing it, our faces. So, <clears throat> and that will be posted onto YouTube, and then we'll take the audio from that and then make that the podcast. Well, yes, yeah, just bear with me because it's it's one thing. It's like really quick to upload the video onto YouTube, but exporting the videos, even though it's the same like backgrounds and everything every time it still takes like an hour to export so yeah it takes me a while to get around to it and then when i'm working i can't do it as quickly so yeah so the shorter episodes are just to hopefully help with uh people who still want to catch the content but may not be able to spend like an hour or so at home uh, listening or if you think we're idiots (laughs) (laughs) anyways uh you're going first today um, yeah, I will. Awesome. Go right ahead. So it's short. Um, I feel bad when it's, when it's something short because we've been doing such long stories for quite some time. So, um, apologies, but I think. It's like our diet now. It's packed with less, it's less, but the quality packed is. Packed with nutrients. Packed with nutrients, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not overfeeding you. <laughs> That's or right. me. <laughs> we're we're uh, losing some brain weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by it that, I do not like mean it. I do not mean we're getting less intelligent. I, I mean, mean... <laughs> by some people's opinions, we're probably getting we're everyone's idiots. probably getting we are idiots, apparently, and everyone's probably getting uh, less intelligent from <laughs> listening to us. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Anyways, what's your story about, babe? Let's go. Um, Slaughterhouse Canyon. Oh, mm, sounds, sounds like very... a shitty, like wet and wild, or like a water park ride. Right? There's actually a haunted house called Slaughterhouse. Mm. I think it's Slipknot inspired. Yep. Cool. Um, I didn't look much into it because that's not what I was trying to research. So yeah. So not to be confused with a haunted house, it but it is Slaughterhouse Canyon. It's a, a literal canyon that's haunted. Oh, cool. Yeah, so you know you guys know that I love murder. And if it comes with a bit of haunting, it's even better. Hell yeah. Right? So uh, the gold rush era is where it takes place. Nice. Yes. So in the 1800s, the gold rush... Uh, brought as much sickness, tragedy, and death to fortune seekers as it did riches, as we all know, because otherwise we'd all be fucking rich. <laughs> Probably more sickness and death than riches, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. How much gold is there to pan out of the ground? Okay, not much now. No. <laughs> That's why it was the gold rush era. Yeah. Um, many gold seekers fell victim to disease, accidental... <laughs> I hate it when I get accidental. That's the worst. <laughs> accidental death and extreme disappointments in in return for their sacrifice. So this ghost story turns from disappointment to darkness and has managed to put Luana's Canyon, more commonly known as Slaughterhouse Canyon, Ooh. on the map of paranormal travels. Damn. Do you note the name, Brayden? I do. Luana. Yep. Canyon. Yep. Hmm. That's uh... For those who know, you know. <laughs> but I'm not, I can't go into much more detail. If you don't know, you still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Luana's, Luana's, <laughs> Luana's Canyon is situated just southeast of Kingman in Arizona. Arizona. 
Arizona. It was during the 1800s that a family lived in the canyon in a small wooden shack. One of very few. Like, there was probably three. The husband was... Uh, the husband was a dreamer and wanted nothing more than to provide a better life for his wife, Luana, and their children. So as you can tell, the canyon was named after her. How fucking oh, special. Wow. So special. He must be. She must be a real princess if she's like, I want this canyon named after me. Well, or I maybe don't think she asked for it to be named after her, but it kind of did. Just maybe the husband's just her. like super stalking, is like over controlling, is like... I'm going to name this canyon after you and you're going to love me. And you're never going to leave me. <laughs> Are you never going to leave me? Come on. And you're going to bear two children for me. Bear two children. Bear two children for me. <laughs> All right. Sorry. That's terrible. Um, yeah, so he would venture off into the mountains in search of gold and food for his family. The only food that the small family had to eat was what the man would bring home from his gold hunting expeditions. So the husband would leave and would not return for two weeks at a time. He always returned and his family always ate. But all good things come to an end. One day, the husband kissed his family goodbye and rode off on the back of a mule and once again provide... Oh, sorry, to once again provide for his family. Unfortunately, it would be the last time that his family would see him. Apparently, the man had become another victim of Gold Rush tragedy. His wife waited for her husband for many days after his expected return and soon realized that something was terribly wrong. The food started to dwindle until there was none left. Okay, oh, can I just stop it? Yeah. No, no, no. What was stopping her from going out and finding something? Right. Like... Excuse me, but you have a right to... A right. You You have the ability to go out and... You Find have legs. things. You have legs. You have legs. You can throw a rock. Can you catch a bug? Eat it. Eat some bugs. Eat some bugs. How? Why are you not growing your own veggies and shit? Like, what's wrong with you? Right. By 1800s, everyone knew how to grow a fucking bean. Like, you've got your own fucking canyon. Surely you know things surely, about your own canyon. Surely. F. Wait, did you say everyone knows how to grow a bean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was that was the. <laughs> Prerequisite to living in the 1800s. Do you know how to grow a bean? <laughs> Alright. Come on through. Come on through to the Come 1800s. On through. Yeah, yeah. You can now you be You can born. grow two beans. Hold up to the 1900s there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa, Nelly. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> we don't need that level of production. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much, I dare say. <laughs> Anyway, where was I up to? I don't know. Talking about beans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I literally lost my players. Okay. Apparently. Dwindle until there was none left. The food that was. The mother and her children soon began to starve. Without food and without her husband, Luana began to slip into madness. Oh, of course. Her children... My jaw. <laughs> Just fucking went wrong. You would think I'm on drugs. I'm just tired. Madness, otherwise known as hunger. Hunger. <laughs> she was hungry. They were. They were all hungry. I'm going mad. I can hear strange sounds. <laughs> I can hear the growling of some strange creature. 
It's just her belly. So her children became pale and weak. They were constantly begging for food, but the mother had none to give. Each day that passed pushed the mother closer toward the brink of insanity until she eventually snapped. Unable to cope with the reality of watching her children starve to death, she did the rational thing of murdering them Uh and cutting them into small pieces. Delicious. Easier to cook. Well, you would think maybe that's what she would have done. No. She's not that much of a monster. She's not going to eat her own children. It is also said that she took the time to put on her white wedding gown before the horrific act. When the mother had finished this horrible deed, her white wedding gown and the walls of the tiny wooden shack were painted with the blood of her children. The woman then carried them, carried what was left of her children, wait for this, down to the edge of the river. Maybe she's going to try and catch some fish with her new bait. I'm sorry. Stay. She lived near a river. Endless supply of water. Right. Probably something to eat in Fish. there. And you still killed your children. I think there was a little bit more than starvation going on. I think it was a little bit more than just, oh, my husband left. I don't think her husband left. Unless she's just, like, Conspiracy. the most useless person ever. Like, like has be zero resourceful. skills. Those kids didn't have to die. Like... I bet the kids could fucking go outside and catch something. The kids eat. could have fucking done it. Just let them go out. It doesn't out and... say how old they were, though. Oh, they better not have been, like, babies. Nah. Like if they were babs. begging for food, they would have definitely been older than, like, toddler. Well, babies can cry for food. That's a similar thing. Yeah, that's crying, not that's begging. That's horrible, though. Regardless, anyway, it's a tragedy. It's absolutely, it's absolutely terrible. Like, you know what? We weren't in those times. We don't know how she was feeling. Like, But if you're hungry, don't kill your kids. So, like, drink some water from the river that was conveniently right there for you to dump your children's bodies in and watch them wash away, which is exactly what she did. So, she was overcome with sadness and guilt. She remained on the riverbank and continued to scream and wail until the next morning when she would succumb to starvation herself instead of drinking some water. She died crying for the children that she had murdered instead of drinking some water, but were doomed to die anyway. You can't, you can't cure starvation by drinking water, babe. Okay. There's no calories in water. It could have prolonged their maybe indefinite death. Yeah. Maybe there was, like, some bacteria in the water and she could have used that for I just feel like there's so many holes in this. Like, <laughs> Same with the kids. They're dead. I mean, she could have just eaten the kids. Like, fuck. No, she's, as you said, she's too good, too nice of a lady to, you know, she'll cut them up into little pieces, but uh, she won't go as far as eating them. That's Would you sure. eat your children to survive? No. Here I'd let go. my children eat me. Or I'd go out Just hunting. Just chop off a leg, right? No, 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 no. You can't eat your own leg. No, I mean... For the children. I mean, no, don't do that either. That's horrible. What about... Yeah, Infection, I you're right. I, no, well, yes, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like that's going to be psychologically beneficial to them, even if they are going to die. All right, that, that'll help. I don't know. I don't know. Look, I understand that nothing could have been solved with just drinking water. 
Why didn't she, like, you know, eat anything? You can eat, like, pine cones. Just, like, chew that shit up. Pine cones. Pine cones. Yes. The last dandelion of the season. Okay. So, she, she died after murdering her children. And she cried and cried and cried until she died. Um, many claim that the whales can still be heard within the canyon. On a quiet night, it is said that anyone brave enough to venture into the canyon can hear the wails and sobs of the heartbroken and psychotic mother. Oh. The wailing of Luana's canyon is more than just urban legend, according to ones who have heard the creepy calls of the murderous mother. So, with that last line, I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Let me find the experiences. Yep. I found one. One. On the entire World Wide Web. So it, the story is talking about how, you know, it's real for the people who've experienced it. All one person. This one person who left no name on azhauntedhouses.com titled their comment as Canyon Nights. Oh, beautiful. As a teen growing up in Kingman, we all heard the stories of Slaughterhouse Canyon. My brother and I would go out to have bonfires and be hooligans. One night at a minute after midnight, we heard what sounded like a wailing cry echo around us. As we looked for about um, half an hour before deciding to go home, it was so creepy and cool. That was posted on the 30th of September 2018. And that was it. Damn. That's my story. Creepy as fuck. So let's look up. <laughs> Sounds cool though. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Much nice. banter through it. Yes, very good, very good. Now for something a little different. You can leave us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice and we will read it down on the show. We did have one new review or one review that was already a rating but then they came back to review... Again, that was a one-star review, but we won't read that out. But we will say that if, you were, <laughs> if you're taking the time to rate us one star and then come back six months later just to voice your grievances against us again, you... Come on, man. <laughs> what are you doing, mate? Anyways, but we love you. Thanks for the review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers. Cheers for that uh, extra click. Thank you. That Anyhow. helps us. Moving on. Keep with on show. clicking, haters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. In this story, standing four feet tall, weighing 70 pounds, creeping around Loveland, Ohio, the amphibious, the magnificent, the half man, half frog, Loveland Frogman. So, much like many strange cryptid tales, uh, this one f- was first spotted in the 1950s oh. and is one of the most well-known cryptids of all of Ohio. Other great cryptids from Ohio are the three-toed, swamp-dwelling grass man and the bulbous-headed science experiments gone wrong known as the Melonhead Children. Oh, wait, what? I will be covering those another time. Oh, I want to know Neil. Melonhead children. Can I just look it up? Like, no, can I not see yet. a picture? No, I will tell you another time. 
Don't tease me. I know. Like I'm don't a tease. I'll do that next week. Don't you so. do that to me. <laughs> the legend of the frogman, or men in this instance, began in 1955. A respected businessman was out for a drive in the early hours of the morning at 3.30 a.m. As businessmen are one to do. I mean, you gotta make business. I mean, either, either finishing work up super late or on the prowl for the ladies of the night. Ooh. I mean, 1950s, a bit loosey-goosey, you know what I'm saying? So anyways. That's right. The, like bis- the housewife at home, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So the businessman was leaving Branch Hill in his car, and after a little while of driving, he drove across a bridge that went over top of water. The story doesn't really give too much description as to what the bridge was or where it was, but through my investigations on Google Maps, you know, very intricate investigations of Loveland, I uncovered that there are two bridges in Loveland, one that crosses over Little Miami River, which is the largest river in Loveland, and O'Bannon Creek, which runs into the Little Miami River. So, yeah, the little the O'Bannon Creek bridge seems to have a lot of foliage around it due to it being right near the East Loveland Nature Preserve, which leads me to believe that this is probably the location mentioned in the story. So, yeah, the businessman neared the bridge, and as he did, he managed to catch sight of three hunched figures standing close to each other, which were engaged in a conversation that was being spoken in a language very alien to him. Okay. Possibly some weird frog or toad dialect. Oh. Or, or maybe it was just a foreigner. <laughs> maybe. Maybe this was all racist profiling. <laughs> we'll see. The cryptid is really just someone from a different race. So, uh... The businessman slowed his car to a stop and gazed over the guardrail down into the woods to get a better look at the odd congregation. That was my gaze over the guardrail. Yeah, very good. (laughs) Uh, So what the man claimed to see next would send shockwaves throughout not only Loveland, but the entire of Ohio. Standing ahead of him in squat positions were three stout, four-foot-tall entities that had thick heads green skin and incredibly wide backs aka half frogs half not leprechauns <laughs> they were green though but half frog half man creatures oh. and just to clarify that's the upper body of a frog and the lower body of a human but still with like flipper feet and springy legs Thought I'd, thought, I'd, <laughs> thought I'd clarify just in case you thought maybe I meant the upper body of a human and the head yeah, of a human, body of lower it. body of a frog, which honestly would probably be a lot scarier in most cases. If the lower body was just a frog and the top half was human. Yeah. I mean, yeah, could you imagine a giant fucking frog? Just with, like, a human, up, like, from the waist up human, this like me with like frog sounds like some legs. anime character. Yeah. You know what I, I feel mean? Like, like, have you seen Spirit Away? Yep. Yeah. Like something out of yeah, spirited away. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like uh yeah, that'd be pretty terrifying. Probably more so than like the upper body of a frog. I mean oh. Unless you're like French or something, then that's probably a delicacy, oh, honestly. <laughs> frog leg, this mm, big yummy. <laughs> yummy. I don't know what the French word is for yummy. Yummy, sure. Someone uh, in um France tell us. We know we got listeners over in Great Britain. Yeah. 
So <laughs> the businessman gazes down at these frog-like humanoid creatures who obviously notice him immediately, considering that he just pulled his car up and opened the door to look at him. Uh, the frog people are infuriated that their conversation has grinded to a halt and begin hopping their way towards him. Mr. Joe Businessman at this point is terrified and begins making his way back to the car, but not before the leader of the frogman takes a gnarled stick from his side, points it at the businessman, and shoots a shower of fucking sparks <laughs> at him. It's a motherfucking frog sorcerer. Okay, okay, okay. Did this Joe business Businessman... Look, I'm all for, like, this being true, but did this Joe Businessman... Like piss off some like witch got cursed. Right? Did he have some fucking absinthe before going out? Like what? What happened? A sorcerer frog, <laughs> a giant sorcerer frog. Last time, last time I checked, this was uh, Loveland, Ohio, not Frogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you dog! Oh, that was. Anyhow, so yeah, old Jack businessman managed to get in his car and escape Harry Frogger and the Wait, Order of the Lily Pad. I don't fucking know. Uh, without any injury whatsoever. And he went on to tell every single person that he could the next day about his encounter, and boom, the legend of the Frogmen were born. Or the Loveland Frogman men, whatever it is. Was like, born. have there even been any other accounts, though? I will get to those now. Ooh. So two more encounters came 17 years later in 1972, and both by very reputable police officers. The first encounter happened. I feel happened. like you can believe police officers more. Right. Because they've got to fill out the report. Yeah. <laughs> they've got to have their names down. And these two got mocked for their encounters and their reports for, like, years. So keep that in mind, yeah. So Officer Ray Shockley was out at 1am on a clear cold night and was driving down a road that ran along Little Miami River, like I said before, and headed straight into central Loveland. He noticed down in a field a little ways closer, sorry, a little ways away, closer to the bank of the river was a dog or something just sort of sitting there and believing that perhaps the dog was lost or scared or something like that, he stopped his car to go out and help the little canine. So when he shone his torch upon the creature, he was shocked with when two enormous globular eyes reflected the light back to him, and the strange creature that was definitely not a dog stood up into a bipedal position, suddenly showing off its very frog-like head and body. Can I just, like... Praise you for the word globular. Thank you. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I like that word. So, yeah, he the creature then leapt over the railing and into the little Miami River with a splash. And he reported it and was like, fuck, that's weird. And so the legend goes. And proceeds to get ridiculed for the rest of his life. So the second encounter happened exactly two weeks later on St. Patrick's Day. Officer Mark Matthews was out for his routine drive around in the Ooh, middle of the Saint night. Patrick's Day, do you say? Whittly dee, probably a Whittly fucking lef- leprechaun. Leprechaun. It comes full circle. It comes full circle. <laughs> it was leprechaun, men. So... Frog leprechaun. <laughs> I always wondered what's at the bottom of a rainbow. <laughs> it's a frog, frog. man. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, he was out for a drive and he spotted something laying in the middle of the road that was la- rather large and... Uh, sort of laying and he believed it to be dead 
So he wasn't exactly sure what it was because it was had its back turned to him. But as he pulled over and opened his creaky door, the creature turned around to him, crouched into a sprint-like position ready to take off, and fucking had a grin on its face that looked at him. And the creature was obviously a Loveland Frogman. Oh my god. Yeah. What if all this time is just someone dressing up in a costume? Yeah, exactly. Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> so the creature, instead of running towards him, ran awkwardly over to the railing where it lifted one leg over at a time and then got to the other side, keeping its eyes on the officer the whole time. And in spite of the fact that the creature was running away, old Officer Matthews decided, oh, what the hell? And he pulled out his gun and started, you know, taking a couple of shots at this this frogman. But none of them hit, and frogman managed to find his way to the rainbow and swam off in Little Miami. They went back to Ireland. (laughs) Went back to Ireland. Went back to Frogwarts. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and that's pretty much all that happened. For 45 years, because oh! two teens were out playing their most, well, the very popular game of 2016, Pokemon Go. Right off Little Miami River, there's a small lake called Lake Isabella, and the young Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend were out trying to catch them all, and they stumbled upon a creature weirder than anything they could find in Pokemon. Swimming in Lake Isabella was an incredibly large frog. And knowing the legend, Sam paused his Pokemon Go, took out his camera, started getting a few, uh, or started filming first. Oh. And unfortunately, it was a bit too far away to really make out any direct, Mm. like, visual, but you could see two globular eyes off in the distance reflecting the light back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Mm. as it got closer, Mm. he switched to camera mode with the flash. Snapped a couple good pics of the frog as it stood up bipedal. Oh shit! I mean, I've seen the the photos. Mal, it's please. likely that they're fake, but Mal, please gaze upon. Them. Yeah, I'll show Sex you right photos. now. Cause like, what if this is um a oh. Snapchat filter? Right, <laughs> maybe it is. Here you go. I'll show you a good one of them. Check this out. Oh, not found. Oh, oh, not found. Is it? How about this one? That's a shitty one. That's, that's real shit. That's someone just pretending to That's not the right one. Yeah, this. Right? Kind of like a froggy humanoid thing. It's got shoulders. So, like, is that the bottom there where there's the light at the bottom? Where? Like, of the figure. Yes. Is that the legs? That's the lake. That's the lake. He's walking. The frogman is walking through the lake. I understand that. Yeah, that's a reflection of its head. Reflection of its head. Yeah. It isn't holding a magic wand. I was gonna say it kind of looks like a pogo stick. (laughs) (laughs) That's froggy. That's froggy. That's frog boy. What do you reckon about that? And then take a look at this one as well. Look at the globular eyes. Very globular. Very like. Someone's shining a light. Yeah, and it kind of has shoulders and the rest of its body is underwater, under its waist. Could mm. just be something else, or it could be fake, but it could also be the Loveland Frog. Man. It could definitely be the Loveland Frog Man. I'm going to go with that. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that it's real, but in all actuality, I can almost guarantee that it's not. It might be real, but one of the police officers who was ridiculed his whole life eventually came out and was like, uh, I made up the tale, it was just a iguana. Really? I don't see an... I don't think so. I think he just wanted to stop being ridiculed. Yeah, I think so. I mean, hey, an iguana can run underneath a guardrail. It's not going to stand up awkwardly and step and over, over a guardrail. And, like, yeah, iguanas can get quite big, but, I mean, not they stand d- up and look like a human. They don't jump. And smile at you. Yeah, they don't smile. Anyways, yeah, so lots of people who have heard his sort of, uh, the redaction of his theory, whatever you want to call it, yeah, uh, have been like, well, clearly he's just sick of being asked about the Loveland Frogman because apparently that's the thing he gets asked about the most. And whenever anyone goes to try and interview him about the subject, he, like, shuts him down and says, no, I'm not talking about that anymore. Obviously, that's been his whole fucking life. Yeah, so of course he's going to turn around and be like, oh, no, it was just an iguana. He's like, finally, I fucking figured it out. Yeah. I'll just say it was something else. (laughs) Yeah. I think the actual story he said was it was an iguana that had its tail cut off. Four foot tall iguana? Yeah, I don't know. I know they're pretty big, but... um, (laughs) They can't stand up. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I have. That's very good. And I think that's all we have for this episode. Yeah, it is. Because, like, we're tired, bro. I've got to go night shift. I need to shower. I need to finish eating my dinner. I need to put dinner in containers. and. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much for listening. We hope Thanks, you have enjoyed. Guys, and you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube, and watch our videos over there. That's right. And you mean a poltergeist, and then become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash you mean a poltergeist. Exactly. You right. should know what it is. You're listening to us. You typed it in. You clicked the button. Here we are. We release episodes over there for our patrons at least 48 hours early, if not more. When we're on schedule. Exactly. (laughs) Which we haven't been. (laughs) Life's chaotic. For the world, right? That's right, that's right, that's right. We're not special. Except we're essential. Oh, (laughs) sorry. Anyhow, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And if you exercise regularly. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.